Brands on Brands. Hey, what's up, everyone? This week, we're talking about how to introduce your brand, your business, yourself to other people. Check it out. In a world where content is king and your reputation is your brand, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands, a home for those that think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here is your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 what's up? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal branding coach, and I believe that building a brand that matters is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. This week, we are diving into the four stages of personal branding, how to go from zero to branded. And this is phase number two we're going to be talking about today, stage number two. And we're going to be focusing on that critical piece of after you found your brand identity, how do you introduce yourself to the world, whether it's in person, online, one-on-one, or beyond. We're going to talk about that. But before that, if you are listening and you start to figure out that this is something you want to do for yourself, you don't have to do that alone. These things you are hearing today are what I love to work on with people so that you can not just build a personal brand on your own, but do it from an informed standpoint with an accountability coach, someone who's there to help teach you the things about marketing you don't know. And keep you honest on your path forward. You can do this kind of stuff by yourself. There's no question about that, but you will get there a lot faster with a coach. I'd love to be there for you. If the fit is correct, go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash coach, and we can set up a call to at least get to know each other and see if we are a good fit. So that's out there for you guys. I'm looking for 10 people to work with this on for this year. So if that's you, uh, check it out. And with that, let's jump into the show. Brands on Brands. All right, all right, let's get going. So today we are talking about how to introduce yourself, how to introduce your personal brand to the world, whether it's online, offline, what that might be. And there are two things in terms of your message, right? Everything we're framing under your message and your the attention you get for that message. So starting with your message, how to introduce yourself is huge, Right. The words you use to explain who you are and what you do have an impact, and they may make the difference between whether you get a client or don't get a client. And I'll tell you, for me, when I was starting, and for a lot of people I know that I talk to that are struggling, this is huge because at the beginning, it's hard to be clear. It's hard to have clarity around what it is you do, especially as a personal brand. There are so many pieces to your personality that define who you are. And in a lot of cases, you have so many talents, so many skills, and so many ways that you can help people. It's really hard to refine that in a way that is easy for a potential client to understand. And also, the clearer you can get with this, the easier it is for someone to recommend you to other people to be working with them. So that is just something that I want to make sure you guys understand is the importance of today's episode has to do with you being able to not only be confident in how you explain what you do to others, but also in the availability of the other people to understand what you do in a way that they'd want to take advantage of it, right? So 
you know, I'll maybe give you a little bit of an example here, right? I have a friend who has a lot of skills in the video creation space, right? He can film you with a camera, like a videographer. He can edit, he can produce, he can come up with creative ideas and he can take photography, uh, a lot of skills. And when asking them what, you know, and trying to explain himself to others, what he does, you know, they, I think a lot of the time, uh, what he would do, what a lot of, a lot of people do is you come up with a title that seems more impressive, right? But it's harder to understand. So I think with him, it was, you know, video creation strategist, right? Something like that, which to the average business person that he would be working with is really difficult to understand. Like that doesn't scream, yeah, that's something I need. Not everyone thinks that they need a video creation strategist, but you, if he had gone out there and gotten more specific, you know, one business might need a videographer, just very straightforward. One business might need someone to create short videos for, to advertise their business. Someone else might need an actual producer uh, and, you know, in all these different positions, right? So coming up with those words is important and could define the difference between him getting business and not. So what I would say is when you get started, you have to start a little bit broader than that. You have to start a little bit more in the clouds and say, I work with, and, and talk about who you work with. I work with small business owners to help them make video or to help them use video in their business, right? You start very big. And when you ask more questions or you ask more questions, you can get to the bottom of that. And what I want to be able to frame into this is what our lesson is for today, right? So in your introduction, aside from really understanding the words you can use and being simple and to the point, what I want you to be able to explain is two things. One, I wanted you to be able to explain the framework for how you help people, right? You can call it a model, you can call it a framework, you can call it whatever you want, but I'm going to call it a framework. And then the second thing is the approach that you use to working with people. So how you actually work with people. So in the example we had, the model for our videographer friend might be, well, I work in two ways. Really, I help people figure out what videos they need for their business. And I help them create those videos in a way that really brings out their authentic voice, right? So I help them figure out how to use it and I help them actually do it, right? So there's those two things. That's their model. You know, it's the video ideation and the video creation, right? That's their model for working with people. Their method would be how they execute that, right? It might be, yeah, I do those two things. You know, he's imagine you're having a, cons a consultative call with someone, you know, I, I do those two things for your business. And the way we work together is it's a series of a couple of pre-work calls so we understand the strategy and then a couple of in-person meetings where we actually do the creating. And then I'll follow up with some post edits, right? There's step one, step two, step three. So in the creation phase and the, the ideation phase, phase one, we have a couple of calls where we really understand what you're trying to accomplish. And we come up with the strategy. We come up with some ideas. When you pick them, we then pick the location and how we want to shoot these videos. We show up everything we need. We get those videos created. And then we send you footage afterwards, right? That's the method. Or they might, you, you can explain, maybe it's a different method entirely. Maybe it's something else. But the point being, you have the model, which is what you do, and then the method of how you execute it, right? If you can explain to someone when they are 
curious, hey, how can you help me? How would I specifically work with you? You need to be able to explain it in those two ways while you're introducing yourself to someone. I don't mean, by the way, when I say introduction, I don't mean the first moment you're talking to someone, you're shaking their hand. I mean, when you are asked, how do you do that, right? Like, this is how you can explain to people what you actually do for them which I'll cover in a different episode coming up. But what I want you to take away from that is in your introduction, you're going to keep it simple. You're going to ask questions about them. And if it gets to the point of being a business conversation, you, what you can do is say, what I'd love to do is talk to you more about this, but let's schedule a call so we can dive really deep and I can understand more about your business to see if we're a fit. And what that does is it takes the pressure off of that like sales mindset that gets people messed up, right? You want to be able to really download and hear what they're about. Because if this isn't a project that suits you, you want to be able to say, I'll refer you to someone else, or just, this isn't a fit. And when you're only worried about the sale in person, it feels very salesy and not that you don't get the trust along the way. Right? So what I want you to worry about is in your introduction, be able to, you know, uh, build a, a very brief intro to, you know, uh, and I have what I call five, introduction scripts that explain, you know, in different situations, how to work with people. And if you guys are working with me, I'll, I'll walk you through those. And I'll also break those down in a deep dive episode for you. But for now, just know that in an intro, you basically start by keeping it simple and then you can dive deeper depending on the situation. Um, but what I'd like to do is get you as quickly as possible to say, if you really want to know what I do and to see if we're a fit, like let's schedule a call and, and dive deeper on this that on that call, when someone's finally trying to understand how do you work with people, you have to understand those two things, what your model is, uh, your framework, and then the second being, how do you actually uh, execute that? What is your approach? What is your method, right? Those are the two things. Now let's move on to the attention side of this. I know a lot of you really want to understand not just what to say, but also how to get attention to those words you're saying. And for me, when you are just getting started, you are in the attention phase uh, in this particular section of introducing yourself to other people. I call this one-to-one attention, right? This is where, especially when you're beginning, after you've built some of the assets we talked about in the last episodes, which was one-to-zero marketing, you building a website, you building an email list. The one-to-one is you really getting out there, shaking hands and telling people what you do. Literally, it's find as many places to go as possible that make sense where your audience is and meet as many people as possible. And that is just networking, right? Not reinventing the wheel here, but you really do have to be actively choosing the places you go and holding yourself accountable every week, every month to be going to places where your audience is. And that could be in person, that could be online. But the point is that you are actively engaging and meeting new people and giving yourself the opportunity to build relationships in a way that even if those people aren't your clients, they might be the person that introduces you to your next client, especially if you find a way to offer help to them and serve them in a way that they think is beneficial, right? So networking is the number one, one one-to-one way to build attention when you're getting started and you're in the space of introducing yourself to people and your personal brand to people, right? The second way is by making sure you've filled out appropriately your information, your introduction in the places where people will go to find you. And that might be your social media bios, right? The little biography sections, the about me sections on your Facebook page, on your Instagram, on your LinkedIn, on Twitter, 
all these social places where people go to look for things, you making sure that your bio clearly states this introduction, these things about what you do, who you help, and how you do that, right? And how they can get into contact with you very quickly and succinctly. And again, I'm happy to walk you through that. If we are working together, that's something I I work with people on, what to put into your bio for the different media, social media channels, because each of them has different requirements, what photos to use, what to use as your usernames and handles uh, and all that thing, what to link to. But the point is, the reason the social profiles are so important at this phase of one-to-one is that most people, after you meet them, are going to look you up. They're either already connected to you on social media because while you were there, you got their social media information. Or better yet, if you're there and you meet them in person, say, yo, I'd love to connect with you. Right there, get at least their Instagram or whatever you like to use and DM them right there and be like, cool, we're connected. Or text them right there and say, we're connected. But if you can do it via social media, even better because then they can look at your bio, read how you describe yourself and find the link to your website or to your email list, whatever it might be to get to know you better and potentially work with you in the future, right? And those social profiles are the, you know, in terms of search engines, you know, because a lot of people, sometimes they just Google you if they don't look for you on social media. Sometimes those social media links are the things that pop up for you when your name is searched on Google. So for a lot of people, LinkedIn might be the number one website that shows up with your name when they search your name. So check what's showing up there when they Google you. Is your LinkedIn profile filled out? For some people, it might be Instagram that shows up or Twitter or even their website. And then C is what's showing up there describing accurately who you are, what you do, how you help. And then is it bringing them in to your world so that they can easily get a hold of you and start to work with you or or set up a meeting with you if that's what you want them to do, right? So those are what I'm going to call your priority channels in this phase, uh, in the introduction phase of personal branding is really figuring out how are you going to get out there and do more networking and meet more people and tell them what it is that you do and potentially make offers to help them, or at least to meet, to talk later about how you can help them. And then backing that up with proof online via your social media profiles, your website profiles, your about me page, all of that. Uh, And if you have questions about how to fill in that about me page, what to write, what I will tell you is this, and then the rest, we can maybe talk with one-on-one and figure that out, but always make sure instead of writing your about me page as a resume of things that you are amazing with, make sure you use that page to define the problem of the person that you help define the problem of the person that you help. Let them know. These are the common things that people struggle with. Uh, Does that sound like you? This is what I help with, right? Make it in their words, the things that they struggle with, not the things that you're amazing at, right? And then offer to to potentially talk to them to help them move through that to a solution. So that's what I'll give you guys today. Your message and attention for this phase, which I call the brand, personal brand introduction phase or stage of personal branding. Uh, I hope that was helpful. I appreciate you guys. There's two more episodes coming out that are covering the last, two or two steps of the four branding phases. And the next one that's coming up is going to be talking about your offer. How do you actually offer your help to people? And what do you do to get attention for those offers? And then the last one, we'll be talking about your uh, brand voice and how you actually take 
from just the message of you to becoming the message of content creation over and over and over that you can repetitively, consistently create content uh, like a machine. So I'll cover those in the next two calls. I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you tuning in. And if you like this, go ahead and grab me uh, a picture and send it to me on Instagram. I'd love to know that you're listening and tag me and I will reply. I appreciate you. And as always, keep moving forward with your personal brand. Take those little steps each day. And uh, hopefully you are building something that you are proud of and that matters. I will catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to help you build a brand that matters. Head over to brandsonbrands.com for resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandsonbrands.com.